Welcome to Fake Gamer Girls, the gamer podcast for girls who game. Um, and don't forget, gamer girl is not a gender, it's a state of mind. My name is Erin. I'm Sam. I'm Josie. And that's our show. Thanks, yeah. for listening. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for joining us. Um, how are you guys? What's new? I'm about uh, to record a podcast. Same podcast. I'm sure the listeners probably sister. love this hilarious, awesome banter. That we're <laughs> uh, this banter is so funny, you guys. We're doing uh, such a good job. I made a good joke and you guys didn't laugh. So I, I don't agree know what I'm supposed I'm to do. Thanks, Josie. Aaron, you're the only one not bantering. You're fake. How am I supposed to respond to that? What's the Uh, joke that I could say back? I don't know. You're not yes and no. First rule of improv is yes and, and you just knowed me so hard. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, dude, you gotta be funnier. (laughs) No, you just, I said, are you doing anything? And your opportunity was to give me something interesting to riff on, and you said podcast. (laughs) And I said, I'm doing a podcast. Podcast. Okay, I don't, (laughs) yep, me too. That's what we're all doing. Anyway. Yeah. It's true. Um, who who remembers the 90s? Me, um, I was there. Who not remembers? Me. I was there. I was I'm probably the only person who has a chance to remember the 90s. I was going to say, you I know. was alive in the 90s. I don't remember it. You probably don't really remember it either, honestly. Yeah, I don't really. Very early memories. Um, yeah. Who remembers when you had to use a CD-ROM to play play video game on the computer? I do. Me. I also remember that. <laughs> Josie's a little too young. I for remember that. that you guys did that. I didn't. <laughs> oh yeah. We have some really great horror stories about mom snapping our CD ROMs in half because we were being naughty. <laughs> in my head they my shattered. <laughs> in my head it shattered in a million pieces. And I'm sure that's not what actually happened. Yeah, but that's CDs how I remember don't... it really do that that often especially the ones for games that have that like paper like decoration on the top you know that would have like a picture of the game pictures yeah which all kids games did because kids can't tell the difference between cds with small text so but uh one game that we had a lot of well we played we played several games by humongous entertainment h-e baby and that is (laughs) The company behind classics such as Freddy Fish, Spy Fox, Pajama Sam, and today's topic, Putt Putt. Yes. Beep beep. Somebody tell Boom. me what who Putt Putt is. Putt Putt is a little purple car, and he has a dog named Pep. Mm-hmm. He's like a and little he purple goes on convertible in Car Town. Yes. Yeah. He's a yep. car. Yeah, he's awesome. Is Putt Putt, wait, I was going to ask, is Putt Putt a boy? Putt Putt is a boy. Freddie Putt Putt is a boy. I did look up how old Putt Putt was, and the result was 30 years old. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure the franchise. (laughs) Probably because that's how old was. I was pretty sure that's it, it was saying the franchise was 30 years old, but I did think it was really funny. Hello, my name is Putt Putt. I am 30 years old. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm here to go on an adventure. Yeah, yeah. it was crazy. So today we are going to talk about uh, three putt putt games that we remember, you know, playing and loving. I think we had all three of the games that we talk about today. So um, 
these are not all of the putt-putt games, but we are going to try and determine which of these three is the best putt-putt game. Um, obviously, this is not a fair uh, – it's not the best probably because we're not comparing all of the games, but just for the sake of our funsies fun time. Yeah. So we're going to go in chronological order of release uh, for the games that we picked. So Josie, take it away. Yours is first. 1995. So mine, is, mine is not the first game. The first game is Putt-Putt joins the parade and then there's Putt-Putt goes to the moon. And I chose the third one, which is Putt-Putt saves the zoo. Which yes. is 1995, a classic. And yes. Putt-Putt saves the zoo. So the Putt-Putt games, all of them are like this. It's like a point-and-click adventure game. And since it's for kids, the story doesn't really matter. But what matters is the location you go to. You have to click every single object <laughs> on the screen. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. Cool- well, that's what kids like to do, though. That oh, was, like, the big it's, selling It's not point. required even a little bit. But... Yeah, but, like, kids would love that. And, like, crazy stuff happens. Like, yeah, tons of secrets. An apple exploding, and then it turns into apple juice and jumps into a barrel, and then the other apples follow it. Or, like, a teeth get... Or a tree getting teeth. A teeth? It's, like, crazy. <laughs> it's, like, I don't know. It's Some of it's kind of scary. Like, I feel like if I saw that as a kid, I would be like, ugh. <laughs> Or, like, there's a creepy watermelon with a face and Putt-Putt saves the zoo. Yeah, like, literally everything in the background is is clickable. Yeah, you can interact with it and it does something. Yeah, it does little weird, you know, like, a monkey dances, you know? It's, like, just little silly crap like that, and it has no effect on the story whatsoever. Yeah, but, like, that was, like, a huge thing, and it's, like, obviously they wouldn't put that much time into it if that's not half of the gameplay for stupid little kids who can't follow Yeah, seriously. So, this was 1995, like I said, and this game starts... Um, so the premise of the game actually is Putt-Putt is on a quest to find the six missing baby animals at the Cartown Zoo. So this is how it starts. So it's the grand opening of the Cartown Zoo and Putt-Putt has this dog named Pep who he got in the first game and they're like besties. Mm-hmm. And, and he's so tiny. He's like way yeah, tinier than I remember just, him being. He yeah. just sits inside of Putt-Putt's in- inventory and you get to look at him the whole game. He doesn't he's, really do anything. He's just a little baby. Yeah. He sits so on the they dashboard. Drive... That's how small he is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they drive to Cartown to visit Mr. Baldini. Um, and today's the grand opening of the Cartown Zoo. Yeah. So he says hi to Mr. Baldini, and then Mr. Baldini asks Putt Putt if he can take some zoo chow up to the zookeeper Outback Al. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Putt Putt's like sure because everybody uses this little kid to do all their tasks, right? Because Putt Putt literally wants nothing more in his existence than to be just a little helper guy. Anytime, mm, any I think he's being abused. No, <laughs> by the people. But is, okay, you're like one of those people that's like, did you know that regrets? It was secretly Angelica's. Uh, all the babies died in real life. It literally it was. It was. That's <laughs> dumb and wrong. Sometimes things no, are just Putt things. Putt Putt is being taken advantage of. First no, because Putt Putt literally. No, because you literally did Putt Putt travels through time where an old man sends him into the 
oblivion no little kid wants first of all that. that's not really what happens at all we'll get to that and we spoil my game <laughs> sorry it doesn't sorry. actually matter i'm just saying that I'm, no putt putt every every single interaction that putt putt has with someone he's like how can i help you please let me help well, you please putt 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 is also a serial thief he just steals he things. Just <laughs> everything. All right, this is a tangent. Continue. Put put. So put put's like, sure, I'll go take the zoo chow to Outback L. And zoo chow, yummy. To, yeah. So he goes to the Cartown Zoo, and at the very front of the Cartown Zoo, you have to interact with everything, of course, or you don't have to, but you can. And there's like these like grass, like the bush statue creatures. Like a topiary. And it's like a, yeah. And they start singing and it's awesome. I do, do this... I think that every putt putt game has yeah, a song. Yeah, I'm pretty sure every yeah. putt putt game does have a song. So they're like crazy and they're like, We are the topiary creatures. And it's like crazy. <laughs> and they do this like three minute song that's like, Welcome to the zoo, zoo, zoo. And it's awesome. <laughs> And it's like on a music video and everything. And the third verse is my favorite because the guy literally There's goes three verses, or like the second verse or something. He's like, "I haven't written the words to this verse yet, but I'll do it later." That's <laughs> what the words are. It's crazy. That's good. And I was like, "Ain't no little kid ever noticed that." No. Just like I'm just gonna do this. <laughs> so these these three topiary creatures which is what they called themselves, sing you a song. And then Outback Al talks on like the intercom and he lets you in. And so the front gates are open. He says, all right, did they do the song? Now you can come in. I honestly (laughs) don't know if you have to listen to the song to get in first, because the song only starts if you click the topiary. And I don't know if the intercom like works before or only after. I doubt you have to. I think that's so lame. I feel like you should have to. <laughs> it's awesome. So Putt Putt goes to Outback Al and he delivers the zoo chow. And Outback Al is like, thanks, bro. And shout out Putt Putt. But Outback Al is like, I'm really worried. Like, the zoo might not be able to open today. <gasps> no. Because everything is messed up. And, like, some of the exhibits still need some, like, fixing to do. And on top of that, six of the baby zoo animals are missing. So Putt-Putt is, six like, is oh. a lot. Yeah. yeah. So Putt-Putt's, like, what? Oh, I'll, if I go find the baby animals, you can go fix all the exhibits that are messed up. So Outback See, Al is, nobody like, is exploiting him. He's offered. Oh, yeah, okay. Anyways, Outback <laughs> Al is, like, oh, thanks four-year-old child sure (laughs) here is the list of the missing animals so this is all the missing babies we have baby jumbo the elephant no baby jumbo Masai the giraffe okay kenya the lion cub a lion cub zanzibar the hippo no zanzibar zanzibar Zanzibar? Anyway, Sammy Seal, continue. Okay, and Little Skeeter the snake. <gasps> little Skeeter! Little yeah. Skeeter! I, think... I just learned an incredible fun fact about a snake. Are you ready? Yeah. President Teddy Roosevelt of the United States in like whatever the 40s or whenever he was president 
did in fact have a presidential pet snake named Emily Spinach. (laughs) (laughs) And I learned that from another podcast a few days ago, and it has been in my mind. Emily Spinach, Emily Spinach. so awesome, TBH. (sighs) Continue. Okay, so I personally am a big fan of Baby Jumbo and Little Skeeter. Little Skeeter is an incredible name. Uh, so Papa goes and he starts looking for the six animals. So I have this. So here's, first of all, there are like three main locations in the zoo. There's Arctic land, which is icy, like Antarctica. It's, it's Arctic, maybe. Yeah. A little bit then there's grasslands, which is like the savannah and stuff. And then there's jungle land, which is the jungle. As crazy as it seems. Wow. This makes so much sense. Yeah. So, let me tell you the story of, of all six of the creatures. Actually, first of all, let me shout out the character Chuck Wagon. Incredible. Chuck Wagon is just like a, a, snack, stand, a snack stand in the zoo. Very good. And he sells you uh, cheese squigglies, hot cocoa, and mm. cotton candy, which I would love to try a cheese squiggly, first of all. That does sound really good. It's like in like a chip bag. So it's like, it's a, like a Cheeto. Yeah, a cheese squiggly. So <laughs> a cheese squiggly. I, I had to shout him out because like 50% of the solutions that Putt Putt gets is by using cheese squigglies and hot cocoa. So <laughs> Chuck Wagon carried this game on his back. When in doubt, <laughs> use a cheese squiggly. Yeah. So for, we'll start with uh, Baby Jumbo, the elephant. So just before the opening of Cartown Zoo, Baby Jumbo was just like exploring the grasslands. And then obviously elephants are scared of mice. So obviously a mouse scared him into a corner and he calls it the giant scary mousey oh so, jumbo. yeah it's really sad poor jumbo poor it's very scary Wait, jumbo talks everything All talks in putt putt games that's interesting so putt putt finds him and he agrees to help him and he uses the cheese squigglies to feed the mouse so the mouse leaves because he's like, oh yeah, this these were some delicious cheese squigglies. I can leave now. I don't have to eat this baby elephant anymore. <laughs> so baby Jumbo was like, thank you, Putt-Putt. And then he goes home to his mom. Which, by the way, you can explore the whole zoo for quite a while before you save the animals. And awesome. it's really sad because you can meet all of their parents. And all of oh, their parents so are sad. like, we miss our kid. I hope where is my oh, baby? No. Please help me save my baby. It's oh, so no. sad. <laughs> and by the way, little Skeeter has a single mom and she's awesome. Hashtag feminism. I'm pretty sure at least. I only ever saw the mom. So that's my assumption. Uh, I also only ever saw Messiah the giraffe's mom too. But... And honestly, it says Baby Jumbo returns to his mother. I don't really remember if both the parents are there. Maybe she's a single mom, too. Wow. Okay. I know Sammy Seal and Kenya the Lion Club have both parents. You so just said Lion Club. Them. Oopsies. <laughs> I know Kenya and and Sammy have both their parents. Good for them. Good for them, but I guess. We love the single mother's rep- representation in this game. <laughs> 
Anyways, beside the giraffe, this is her story. So she was exploring jungle land, and then she got stuck behind a drawbridge that was not down. And the cave that was behind her is too small to enter because she's a giraffe. What? And there's a heavy rock that is preventing the drawbridge from closing and letting her go home. No. So Putt-Putt finds her, and the two of them push the rock out of the way, and then the the drawbridge can close. So... They close up the drawbridge, and Masai goes home, and she reunites with her mom in the grasslands. Masai is from the grasslands. Beautiful. Then there's Kenya the Lion Club. Club? I keep saying club. Yeah. Kenya the Lion Cub. Um, Oh, yeah. This This is another one of my favorite quirks about this game. You get a camera from one of the wagon people really early on, and mm-hmm. you can just take photos of their distressed parents. Oh, no! <laughs> but even better, Jeez. you can take photos of the, like, scared and trapped children. Oh, no. Found him! And <laughs> Kenya gets stuck on, like, this ledge in a waterfall. So you can just, like, take a picture of her, like, freaking out on this ledge. Oh no! It's so really sad. So sad. Poor Kenya. So so she goes missing. She gets stuck in jungle land on a waterfall. She's on this ledge. She can't swim, so you have to get a rope, which you do steal from Arctic Land. And Papa saves her. He throws down the rope, and Kenya gets to return home to her parents. Yay! And then next we have Zanzibar the hippo. Uh, before the opening of Cartoon Zoo, he goes missing. Obviously, Zanzibar was found in Arctic land, and he was stuck on an iceberg. So Aww. after uh, Putt-Putt directs all the penguins who are, like, in the way, um, they arrange the icebergs for Zanzibar to form, like, a bridge for him to get over. Perfect. So Zanzibar is, like, really proud, but he's also really scared. So you're basically... You have to encourage him, and he has to run down, and he, like, really wants to make his dad proud. So he is brave, and he jumps onto the icebergs, but he does slip across the bridge and hits the wall. Oh, no. But he survives the crash. Don't worry. Yeah, I didn't think he died. (laughs) He he survives the crash. Uh, he did not die, luckily. You know those putt-putt games where all the baby animals (laughs) die? He recovers. Yeah, you did not have to say that. He recovers from his injuries. I knew he was going to be okay. He has permanent damage done, but he does get up. He makes a very difficult rest of his life. And he returns to his house home in Jungle Land. That's nice. (laughs) You freaking weirdo. Okay, keep going. <laughs> Sammy the seal. So Sammy was swimming away from Arctic <laughs> land and she accidentally swims <laughs> into the grassland. And a nearby... Are they connected? <laughs> yeah, I guess the waters are connected. So it's so... like freezing water and then it just <laughs> yeah. stops being freezing. Yeah, That's so she... she goes into the grasslands, but while she was there, the the dam that could that like separates them, I think, was closed. No. So she's trapped in the grasslands and she needs to get out. 
So is she stuck in the water? Yeah. She's freaking so. drowning. She can swim. She's a seal. Oh, I forgot she was a seal. So, <laughs> so Papa is like, okay, I'll help you close the dam. And he finds a toolbox and he opens the dam and Sammy can return to Arctic land and she gets to like go play slides with her home with her family. It's crazy. There's like crazy ice slides. Every and seal's can, favorite game. Yeah, is and you can watch slides. her you can watch her go crazy on the ice slides if you Awesome. Are. I wish I was going crazy on an ice slide Me right too. now. And then finally we have little Skeeter the snake. So okay. I little my Skeeter. personal little favorite. Skeeter. So Skeeter is found stuck in Arctic land. And since he's cold blooded how many and, of these are like, in Arctic land? Only two. Is there two in each? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I just didn't put that together until right now. So Skeeter is in Arctic land, and since he's cold-blooded, he can't maintain internal body temperature. He's actually dying. Yeah, oh, he's Skeeter actually seems dying. To be in the most I'm pretty sure everyone. he's a boa, and one of the fun facts they said was that boas literally can't move if they get too cold. Oh god. So he's that unable to leave thing. because of the cold. And it's really sad. Yeah, that sounds like the like, most dire situation. Yeah, it's like really sad because you look down at him and he's like crying and he's like, I just wanna go home. Oh, <laughs> like, genuinely, like I got like kind of emotional because it was so oh, sad. Baby Skeeter. Oh little Skeeter. Oh, so no. it's like really sad this poor kid is like stuck on this frozen lake and he can't move at all no. or go home and he's <laughs> just lost so putt has to find something to warm him up so we go get the cocoa from mm. uh what's his and face you dump it on him Chuck scalding cocoa on this baby snake <laughs> no i think he drinks it Mm, i don't know about that so skeeter drinks it and then he gets his like green color back because he was blue and cold and icy oh poor baby so he gets his his warmth back and he gets to slither on home to his mom and he says thank you for warming me up putt putt and you say oh my gosh i would literally die for you yeah (laughs) for sure so all of the babies are saved yay and you go to outback alley and you tell him and then we have the awesome grand opening and cartoon zoo is saved and, and Putt-Putt everyone saves the loves zoo. it and it's the best it was that was that's the best putt putt game sorry guys oh i just mean the no i know but i think it's the best one <laughs> anyway interesting that's Putt-Putt okay <laughs> thanks next is me uh with putt putt travels through time so Putt Putt travels between through time. Putt, wait, between Putt Putt saves the zoo is Putt Putt and Pep's balloon balloon adventure balloonorama balloonorama. I don't think that that is a full game though. It's more of a. It looks like some sort of mini. It's sort game. of like a flash game, yeah. So this is the next yeah. story game in the series. Yeah, this is the uh, again, like Josie one. said, point and click adventure, and you can click on all the stuff in the background. Um, so we open on Putt-Putt. He is awake and he is excited to go back to school. Woo! Apparently Woo. he's fooling. Oh, we know. It's, no. not, it's not back to school. It's just a random school day. Because oh, okay. 
uh, I'm, it never actually says anything about school or anything, really. It's just like, hey, I'm I, school. Well, yeah, he's like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go stop by Mr. Firebird's house before I go to school so that I can show him all my awesome school supplies. Uh, I No context given. Why do you want to show him these school supplies? I don't know. But there are there are four or three, I guess four items technically. First is a history report. So it's not, it's clearly the middle of the school year if he has assignments. Um, a Smokey the Fire Engine lunchbox and just a calculator. Just a calculator. I don't, I guess he's like super excited about showing Mr. Firebird this calculator. And awesome. Pep. And he wants yes. to show Mr. Firebird Pep. I guess. I would too. Before he leaves, he's like, oh, and I can't forget my nickel. Just my nickel <laughs> that I need. Um, yeah. <laughs> and he, he gets True. up, he takes all his stuff and he heads over to Mr. Firebird's lab and he shows up and there's like this crazy thing in this his lab. like the plot of Back to the Future. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen Back to the Future? Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's like he's like i gotta go hang out with my scientist friend is that what it is yeah he's like gotta go show my dog to my (laughs) whole scientist anyway so that's back to the future bro i guess (laughs) i guess so so putt-putt heads on over to the lab there's this crazy looking giant machine that has like a clock and like a screen and it's connected to a washing machine it's very like you know crazy dinky like like sort of yeah. homemade looking um and putt putt's like holy cow is that a time machine honestly i probably would assume the very same thing hmm, okay so yeah putt putt's like swag you invented a time machine and Mr. Firebird goes, what? This is not a time machine, you idiot kid. No, I'm just oh. kidding. He actually says, it's not, you can't travel through time. It's a time portal where you can just look at the past and future. Like it has a screen on it. So it's like you can look into the past and future and see it on the screen without actually going. You don't travel to it is the, is the purpose of this invention. And all you have to do is turn on this washing machine to get it started. But for some reason, Mr. Firebird made it a coin-operated time portal so That's that he, awesome. he cannot use his own invention without paying money. <laughs> so he's like... It's like oh. when people have those like gumball machines in their own house. Yeah, which like if you have little kids, that kind of makes sense so that your kid can't use it without you yeah. letting them. But, like, Mr. Firebird is a grown man, and this is, you know, (laughs) hypothetically for his own personal enjoyment. So I don't really know why he did that. But so he tries to start the washing machine, and he's like, oh, diggity darn it, it's not working because I don't have any more coins. And Putt-Putt is like, well, guess what? I brought my nickel. And And so we have it. That's kind of the first puzzle of the game is need coin give coin so (laughs) mr firebird turns it on it's awesome and then it's not awesome and it goes haywire and it freaking suddenly a giant like tube of spinny tornado comes out of it and a giant door opens up and you're like huh 
if this was just supposed to look into the past, why does it have a large door built into it? But we're not going to worry about that. <laughs> but it, it opens up and, and it's like, whoa, a tornado is sucking, sucking all my freaking uh, school supplies into it. Oh, oh no. And then yeah. the history port it starts to fly away and Pep heroically jumps to save the report. And Pep does catch it, but Pep gets sucked in too. No. no. And Pep is gone. And also your stuff. Oh no. And one of the weird things about this game is that Putt-Putt treats all four items with the exact same amount of urgency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Putt-Putt's like, my well, literally, and every time you find one, yeah, there's no, he's not like, oh no, I my pep, my baby pep. (laughs) He's like, I better go get my stuff. Oh god! (laughs) I'm like, um, if one of my cats got sucked into a portal along with like my cell phone, I'd be like, um, cat first. Holy (laughs) frick. Yeah, what? He's just casually gotta get that eraser and the dog. Literally, the calculator, (laughs) the lunchbox, the history report. Oh, and Pep. (laughs) It's weird. Oh, and my dog, my best friend. (laughs) My my literal best friend that I never go anywhere without. Um, (laughs) But Mr. Firebird is like, hey, um, I know exactly how to close this time portal. All you have to do is go get everything. Or, or he basically says, like, once once everything gets, um, once we recover all the items, it'll close. And Putt-Putt's like, sweet, I'm, I'm on my way. Um, and I don't, again, I don't know how Mr. Firebird knew that. If he literally, if it's not a time machine, it, you know, it wasn't designed for this, but he does immediately have a solution. So Mr. Firebird's a little sussy, but we're going to get over it. <laughs> Yeah. So Pat Pat jumps into the time portal, and here is your opportunity to hear an incredible song. Uh, so in the time portal, there's sort of a hub, and there are sort of four windows into each place. And then in the bottom left corner, there's like basically a bunch of different time telling devices where there's like a sundial and like an hourglass and like a clock. And if you click on them, and they all have faces, they're like cute. If you click on them, they sing you a beautiful song about how time goes on forever and how they're really, really sad that Putt-Putt lost his stuff. Um, And yeah, I did post this song on our TikTok. So if you want to go watch it at Fit Gamer Girls Pod, but it's like looking around at the time continuum. And it's really good. And I do remember awesome. it, they do a little dance video with it. You know, I do remember listening to the song a lot when we played this game um, and and really clicking on these people over and over and over. But after the song, you and I don't you don't have to listen to the song, I believe. Um, but you have uh, four choices. Um, the first is the age of the dinosaurs the second is medieval times the third is the wild west and the fourth is the future so the general future just the general future so one thing that's really interesting about this game that i didn't know is that or i guess maybe i knew as a kid but i forgot 
is that since there are four items missing and four locations, there are actually like a bunch of possibilities. Everything can end up hypothetically anywhere. Um, And if you do the math, there are 24 different games that you can experience. Um, So yeah, like Pep can appear in any of the four, um, the lunchbox, you know, so so every time you play, you could potentially get a different combination. Um, That's crazy. And nothing is like, so it's like, uh, I'm trying to explain this. So if Pep is in, if you play and Pep is in the dinosaur land, he's going to be in X location. And if you play again, and then the history report is in the dinosaur land, it's not in the same spot that Pep was. It's a different spot that's unique to the history report. Oh, that's cool. So it has a ton of replay value because of that, because there are different puzzles that you can solve every the single time. replay value of putt putt. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think as a kid, we did play these over and over because yeah, as a kid, yeah, that's yeah. what you do. And at the time, you know, you would have five CD-ROMs at max and just play them over and over. Like you would just yeah. cycle through them. It wasn't like, you know, it was kind of pre-flash game where you were like just Googling a different game every day. Um, so the first place you can go to is the age of dinosaurs and you enter the age of dinosaurs, which is what he calls it. Um, and there are a ton of people you can meet there. Uh, the first person is, so these are all talking dinosaurs. First person you meet is Miss Brachiosaurus who is taking a nap and her tail is blocking the path. And, um, you just have to kind of politely wake her up and ask her to move her tail. And she does. And it's it's nice and and great and uh yeah then so sorry you keep going and you then meet my favorite character in this entire game will or wait so (laughs) well so it's a very confusing situation so putt putt says will like that will like will like and will or wheel is a literal stone wheel like like <laughs> that's that awesome and he has the funniest little voice i've ever heard and i love him and he's the best <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and he's just a, yeah he's just a little wheel guy and you help him like fix a bridge and and then he does the most bonkers thing that a wheel could ever do he hops away what? he has a literal he wheel and he, he is a wheel and he never rolls a single time in the entire game he just boink 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 along and i love him he's so funny and he can give you little soup and it's just really great that's um, awesome. Yeah, and there's there's a few other people you can meet here. There's like an Apatosaurus, a T-Rex, a bird lady, a pterodactyl, and uh, there is a uh, Triceratops that like doesn't talk to you because he's too hungry. Um, and yeah, there's no point in getting into like the solutions because there are so many. So we're just going to skip it. But yeah, there, there are a few like, you know, you can help people and there are items here that you can take to other times to get, you know, to solve various puzzles. There's also a lot of weird like educational mini games in this game that serve no purpose to the story, like, and that don't reward you in any way. 
So like, <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's really strange. There were so, some, there were a few of those in the zoo one too. Yeah, so there's like two here in this prehistoric time. Like, you can just literally play like Simon says with four volcanoes that are like different colors, and then you can do this game where you just rearrange the pieces to make the picture complete. Like, and and they just don't. Yeah, they don't really do anything for the story, but still fun. Um, and then when you are ready to leave, you can then go to medieval times. Um, and you enter this sort of medieval time where there is a uh, castle and you're on kind of a path. And as you're traveling down the path, you see uh, Princess Chassie and her little friend Woodward. And Woodward, so these two are both um, like carriages, like old timey, you know, awesome. like, like <laughs> when you think of like a Cinderella carriage. So Princess yeah. Chassie is like, you know, she's the princess. She's like a little fancy carriage. And Woodward is just sort of a wooden cart. Um, and his wheel has fallen off. And mm. his, he's, they're stranded on the side of the road because Princess Chassie can't get his wheel back on by herself. But Putt-Putt's like, oh, don't worry. I'll hold him up and you put the wheel back on. And then they're able to continue and go home. And she's like, thank goodness. Now we won't be late for story time. Um, and as you go, you follow them. They're like, yeah, come to story time with us. You follow them. You go uh, to the castle gates or like, you know, the kingdom gates. And the gate is stuck. And for this puzzle, you have to go into the Wild West, get a can of oil, take it back to medieval times and oil the gear that's stuck and then you can get into the city where there's like a blacksmith and there's a wizard and something else that I don't remember I'm sure uh, it's cool yeah a guy another guy <laughs> and then there's also a you can meet king whatever his name is king the chariot king, king chariot and King Chariot is having story time with all the little peasants and his daughter. Um, and it's a very clear difference because, like, he and Princess Chassie are very cool and pretty looking. And all the little peasants are just these nasty little wooden carts. <laughs> and it's like, wow. Okay. There's, like, classism in well, Putt-Putt. It's, like, it's, like, it's, like, full-on racism because, hypothetically, they were born this way. Right? Yeah, like, I guess. If you're beautiful, guess, you yeah. are royalty. I don't know little strange but whatever so that's pretty oh much uh, this is this is the most boring area for sure then you can keep going to the wild west where you will meet several people uh including you can meet uh tobias t train and he needs your help and he needs a junior conductor and so this is where you get the oil can you oil him up um and then once you complete that and you help him get some water by like lassoing a water tower down so he has like steam or whatever and after you do that you can uh, travel around the desert there's several places so you can go see Silverado Sam who is like panning for gold um, and there's like one other person you can see and then you can also get to this little place where there's a bunch of animal tracks and if you follow the animal tracks you can find um, you know like there's like a mountain lion and a roadrunner and a prairie dog but in this is the only solution I'll say. In one of these iterate, one iteration of the game, Pep will be at the end of one of the tracks. So if you follow the tracks, you may find Pep. Hmm. Um, and then cool. there's just one other thing here is there's a little general store 
and there's a little oh and all of there's uh all, there's a train and then everybody else is like a covered wagon like a pioneer wagon um and then you can find you can go into the general store where Lurleen works and if you give her a nickel which Tobias gives you for being his junior conductor you can buy uh fruity wagon wheels or something like that mm-hmm. and uh, they look delicious and he buys them and when you buy them, they change your, you eat it. It's like a little gummy candy and it changes the color of your tongue and it's really good. And I do remember awesome. those from being a kid and being like, that is the most delicious thing. And I, need I got it. one <laughs> thing to say to, about that. Yeah. So rock me mama like a wagon Like a fruity wheel. wagon wheel. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So if you want a fruity wagon wheel. And then there's just one other person here who is just a talking horse. There's just a talking horse that lives here. I don't know why. It's never explained. But he's here. It's a callback to put but save the zoo. I guess. (laughs) It doesn't seem like it, but the animals did not talk in my game. That's hilarious. That's so sad. That's so lame. So like all of the animals in the Wild West do not talk. Like when you see (laughs) the mountain lion and the prairie dog and the roadrunner, none of them talk. Just Mr. It's Virgil Clyde, who is a yeah, horse. Virgil, frick it up. Yeah, so he's just yes. kind of there, just doing his thing. But, okay. Um, and then finally, you can go into the future. And the future is awesome. And I did spend most of my time in the future when I played this game as a kid. Um, there's, like, some constellation mini game you can do. And then you can go and see Miss Electra, who will give let you change the color of pot pot there's like a futury color change machine and you can choose between like five or six colors and change from purple to like red and green and blue and it's awesome and i do remember just doing that for a really long time as a child just going and changing colors (laughs) um there's also a museum and there is uh, a library and the library is weird. It's run by Darian, the librarian, obviously. Yes. And, and he, Pop-Pop goes in and talks to Darian, the librarian, and he's like, but there are no books in here. And Darian goes, well, you really are from the past because we keep all of our books on this computer. And you're like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. You know, digital media is a huge thing now. Um, and then he says, so just tell me what you want and I'll print it for you. And it, so everything is online, but you have to request a print of it. You can't just get like a digital download. Like that is the <laughs> least efficient way I could possibly imagine. That's the future, baby. The future, the future. is. But, and he also says, oh, but I can't print you anything right now because we're out of paper. So, oh, nice. Bro, so, uh, it's a whole thing. But there's also a fun zone. Uh, where you can kind of jump around and then there's a place where you can make different kinds of animal food including like dragon food bear food penguin food that can kind of be used in different ways and then after you've completed finding all your stuff you go back out and uh, Mr. Firebird's like wow I can't believe you found everything yay and then you're like that was crazy. Let me tell you all about it. And he goes, nope, you're going to be late for school. And you <laughs> go, oh, no. And Putt-Putt heads off to school. And the end credits show him getting
giving his history report to his class. Let's go. Let's go, Putt-Putt. Yeah, Putt-Putt. what his his history report was on. Yeah, who knows? He's like, this is my report on segregation in the car (laughs) world. (laughs) Oh, I did have one more final note. So, like, it's a very clear path of, like, evolution in this where it's, like, you know, they're, like, carriages and then they're covered wagons and then they're cars and then in the future they're, like, hover cars. Well, how do dinosaurs factor into this? They didn't have cars. So. (laughs) So, Yeah. But, like, you'd think they'd be, like, dinosaur cars or, like, stone cars. I guess that's what Wheel is supposed to be. Yeah, he's supposed to be a prehistoric car. car. He's just a wheel. Uh, Mm -hmm. Little guy, though. I love that little guy. He's so freaking funny. (laughs) Anyway, that's Putt Putt Travels Through Time. Take it away, Sam. You frickers didn't leave me any time about Putt Putt Enters the Race, which is so important to hear about. You still have like 15 minutes. Okay, so I'm telling y'all about Putt-Putt Enters the Race, okay? So this mm-hmm. starts out with Mildred the Mailbox. Mail truck, sorry. The mailbox. The mailbox. Mildred the Mail Truck, she shows up at Putt-Putt's house, which is for some reason really far away from the rest of the town. Yeah, it always is. <laughs> but And he lives alone. And he lives alone. He's a little kid that lives alone with his dog. Um, and if you open the window to his house, it just shows like a cash register for some reason. I don't know why. But anyway, that's, that's <laughs> great <laughs> for selling things. True. Yeah. Mildred the mail truck shows up and she's like, hey, I got a letter from you for you from Redline Rick. And it's just like, hey, you want to enter the Car Town 500? And Putt-Putt's like, oh boy, I definitely want to do that. And he knows what that is, apparently. And I guess it's a race. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Putt-Putt's, like, freaking out about the Car Town 500. He starts going into town. He has to use Pep to scare a possum out of the road. Obviously. There. <laughs> but he shows up and he meets Redline Rick. And Redline Rick is a hilarious character because Redline Rick has the, an accent that's supposed to be a southern accent, I think. But like half the time, it's like Valley Boy. It's like it goes back. Like the voice actor obviously was like struggling with their accent because (laughs) it was like half the time it was like pretty southern, and then the other half the time it was like, yeah, dude, like totally. (laughs) So anyway, Redline Rick is like, hey, dude, um, I want you to come be in the Car Town Five Hundred, but you have to get a some extra powered high octane gasoline a race helmet for pep race mm-hmm. tires special racing tires and a racing flag with a specific number on it and my number was four but it's different every time you play it so okay you have to get these things and basically this one sounds like a lot more fetch questy than yours was because mine was basically like okay i need to get these four things but on my way to get them oh like so like it'll be like oh, well, I need to get this cat out of the tree, so I have to go get this um, ladder from the fire station from... No, um, that's pretty much exactly how mine was because it's like, you know, you'd be like, oh, well, Pep is, you know, in this place. Or like, like for example, there's one where it's like the dragon in medieval times is holding your lunchbox. And so in order to get the dragon to give you your lunchbox, you have to go to the future and you have to go to the pet food maker and make dragon food and then bring it back to him, you know? Mm. So 
there yeah, are several so- several times where you can like see the object or you know who has it but they're like i can't give this to you until xyz you know so. yeah so that's basically yeah. what this one was so there's like a bunch of stuff you have to fetch for people and uh get stuff for them and i don't really want to talk about all of that because that's boring but i will talk about the funny ones um but first i want to talk about the weird monetary system in these games so basically there's when you want to get the tires you have to pay four coins for them and also if you want to get a car wash you have to pay two coins for that and if you want to change the color of your car you have to pay three coins for that there's two ways to get coins in this game one is by going to mr baldini who runs a grocery store in this game i don't know if that's what he did in your game josie but (laughs) probably if he has zoo chow (laughs) oh true so mr baldini runs a grocery store and he says if you go to the farm and collect me some uh produce then i'll give you two coins i did that and it was freaking hard i was like there's no way i I had also had no memory of it so i was like i must have never done this as a kid because you were like like, i don't know what's happening yeah because you basically had this like kind of elaborate maze to find different produce and like collect it but like it was like not super intuitive (laughs) so you're like an adult like yeah and I'm like an an adult so I was like okay this is kind of (laughs) hard I'm definitely not doing this more than once um so that's one way to get two coins the other way to get coins is you have to collect these bottles these like glass bottles from they're just lying there's someone in the town has like a soda problem or a beer (laughs) problem because these green glass bottles are everywhere everywhere. (laughs) but they're just littering Yeah, the thing that's funny is, like, I think someone must have criticized about the earlier games, like, in Josie's game, that, like, Putt-Putt was, like, stealing stuff all the time. Yeah. Because in this game, Putt-Putt asks permission for everything, even the litter on the ground. He's like, hey, do you mind if I take this bottle? In one of the first games, he is at, like, a toy shop. And he looks at the shelf and he goes, oh, there's my magnet. And he just steals it off <laughs> He the says, shelf. this is mine. He <laughs> says, that's mine. And he just leaves. And children yeah. everywhere were like, you can do that? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, in this one, it's like you go into the toy store and there's like a very clear sign that says free batteries or whatever. So you take the uh-huh. free batteries and then like for the rest of it you'll literally be like hey do you mind if i take this empty bottle to recycle it and they're like go ahead putt putt thank so, you for recycling yeah and that's the other way you get <laughs> so coins funny. is you have to recycle three bottles to get one coin and then there's also like a bunch of little mini games like there's an organization one and there's like a hammering and nails one and there's like a pinball machine I do remember the nails one pretty vividly. Yeah. And being really bad at it. Yeah, it was hard. I was like, why do you have to hit this exactly right for it to not F up your nail? Yeah, I was going to say, I remember they like bend if you Yeah, they bend if you hit it wrong. Yeah, and I was constantly just bending the shiz out of the nails. So let me go through a couple of these NPCs and their funny little situations. So one situation... Um, is you have to go to Mrs. Mrs. Airbags um, 
What a name. <laughs> Her name's Mrs. Airbags. Yes. Hello, I am Mrs. Airbags. <laughs> yeah. Her uh oh, okay. Her dog, um, Ralphie, has buried a bunch of stuff in her backyard. And Ralphie. Like, yeah. And so you have to help her dig it out to get like a gas can for your gas that you have to get. Because the gas, you can't just put it in your tank because it wears off too fast. So you have to get a gas can to bring with you. Oh. Anyway. Yeah. It's very weird. Apparently Putt-Putt is like the world's crappiest car. Or something. Literally has to have gas on hand at all times. <laughs> yeah, or he will break down on. The well, side this of is the like road. fancy gas that makes your like putt putt like it's is like nitro literally. boost. Like, yeah, he's like vibrating like super like intensely. <laughs> okay. So. Oh gosh. Um. Anyway, so the way that you have to get the shovel is by going to Betsy Bulldozer. She's working on a construction site, and she says, "You know what, putt putt." I would give you my shovel, but I only take a break to drink a big milkshake, and I didn't bring a milkshake today. And <laughs> so... you better suck it, pot pot. And he says, but Betsy, if I bring you a milkshake, will you take a break so that I can use your shovel? And she says, if you get me a jumbo milkshake, I will get, I will take a break for you. I want a jumbo milkshake right now. <laughs> that sounds know, so good. <laughs> so then you go, and you actually um over who actually and rover gets you you brought him from his oh wow what a callback yeah so um the other there is character product chuck um, Chuck is the one that. Yo, let's go. But he is a what? tow truck. No cheese squigglies. He's a tow truck, and you have to help get a tire patch for his uh, deflated tire. So that's super fun. Okay. Um, I already said Mr. Baldini's in this one. Um, and then there's. A guy named Mr. Crankcase, a guy named Mr. Fenderbender, who has like some kind of speech impediment, which I'm like, is that okay? I don't know. Is that ethical? I don't know. Maybe it's okay to have people with speech impediments, but it kind of seemed like it was there as a joke. So it, it felt mm. wrong, you know? <laughs> so yeah. anyway, Miss Widget is a straight up bumper car. She awesome. is just a straight up bumper car. She runs the toy shop. You don't have to do anything for her. She just like, comes in and is like good luck guess who else is in this game outback al yeah um, Ooh, let's go he's he just scary. has like a, yeah he's kind of scary he has the worst australian accent i've ever heard yeah, it's terrible <laughs> um and he's like so this is something interesting he has a baby animal at like this like tent that he lives at and he's like awesome. hey i found this baby animal and i have no idea what it likes to eat can you figure that out and get it for me aren't you a zookeeper <laughs> yeah that your entire job <laughs> yeah 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 oh my exactly. gosh all those baby animals at the <laughs> zoo are starving because outback al is like i don't know no yeah. little skeeter you want like um Popsicle, <laughs> boomerang. So, 
So the one on mine was a yak, but I guess it's a different animal, A through Z, every time. And you have to go to the library and find out what they eat. And it was milk. And I think it's probably always milk because that's something you can get. That's that's what baby eat. (laughs) Yeah. So you have to get some milk. And then he gives you the flag that you need for your race. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Like There is Torville Tractor who owns the farm. He has the worst Irish accent I've ever heard as well. Oh, well. well there are a lot of accents. crazy I, accents in this I, game. It's the freaking same actor for all of them. Like, I, I don't know. know. Is this supposed they're to be like, I don't know how to do any accents. They're like, help me. They're, they're like, um, my, oh, uh, our developer has a son who did community theater once. He could probably do accents. He's like, uh, could <laughs> I might? Yeah. Oh, I'm out back out. My really bad Australian accent's about as good as Outback Australian accent. Um, I forgot to mention that there is a song in this game. Right after Redline Rick speaks to you, you can click on the little pit stop guys, and they sound like the Beach Boys. And it's like go Peppa, go Peppa, race around the track or something like that. I love it. uh, it's like a full-on Beach Boys song, and it was Cute. really long, um, <laughs> so I didn't listen to the whole thing, if I'm being honest. Jeez, the one in mine was super short. It was literally less than a minute, and I put it in a TikTok. Mm. Um, the other thing that I have to say about this game is that I literally had, I was, so, disclaimer, I was trying to beat it really quickly because I thought we were recording yesterday, and I was like, I have less than an hour to beat this game. Mm-hmm. Um I thought we were all buying the games. Apparently, we weren't. I, I just watched five, a playthrough. I spent $5 on this game, and I played the whole thing myself. Was it worth it? <laughs> it was fine. But I will say that this game, there was one part that I could not figure out, and I literally had to look it up because I was oh like, I don't... Oh, my gosh. It was that hard? It wasn't that hard. There's this tunnel that you have to go through, and every time I would try to go through it, people would be like, it's a one-way tunnel. It's a one-way tunnel. And they would be like blocking me. And I'd be like, what the heck? I'm trying to get through there. And I was like, I don't have enough time to figure this out. And <laughs> the uh, answer was that you honk your horn and then you can go through. So oh, it's teaching four-year-olds road safety, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess so. You know, okay. all those one-lane tunnels. Um, yeah, famously all over the place. So I did um, get all the stuff I needed. I changed putt-putt to the color green. I didn't Incredible. go through the car wash because I I didn't know if it would take my color away and I didn't want it to. Um, but then I will say at the very end, you actually do race in the Car Town 500. And like I, you actually have to race? Yeah, like it's a, like a mini game that you do. Wow. I will say I am almost positive that as a child, we never won that because no, it was, it was like too hard. Yeah, It was difficult even for me. I did get first place. I mean not to flex too hard but <laughs> wins the car town 5000 500 oh my bad yeah, yeah. Won the car town 500 but i was like playing it i was like there's no way as a child i know i'm like 90 percent sure we always lost so <laughs> anyway that's pretty much all of the game but yeah so everyone go play putt putt enters the race or a different one or don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All you right. can get all of the Peppa games on Apple Arcade for $20, or you can get individual games for $5. I believe they're also on Steam and Switch. Yeah. Um, 
Um, if you would like, wait, so we're a little bit short on time. If you, we got to decide, we got to decide which is the best. I mean, Ooh, I think the most fun to me. Not, no, I was gonna say, not, not races. It's not the race. <laughs> not the race. Uh, saves the zoo sounds kind of boring. Like, you okay, just... well, yours is racist. So, is it? <laughs> you were the one who said it was. I think it's, yeah, I think it would be between time travel and saves the zoo. It probably, but there is nobody. I was going to say, there's nobody (laughs) named Little Skeeter in in Travel Time. Um, Yeah, I'm saying Little Skeeter wins. Little Skeeter is the best putt putt game. Shout out out Emily Spinach. True. Okay, we, yeah, Sam, you can jump off because I know you have to go and I can do our finishing, finishing announcements. Okay. I love you guys. Gamers. Bye, Samantha. And before we close the actual show, I just wanted to say if you want to hear yourself on the show, go to our link in our bio, click on what are you playing, fill out the form, tell us what you're playing. I know I swore I would read some today, but I forgot and we're kind of short on time. So whatever. Sorry. Yeah. Next week is the week. If you want to follow us on social media at Fake Gamer Girls Pod on Instagram and TikTok, um, we're popping off on social meds. So, yeah. If you want to join our Discord server, uh, there is a highlight in our Instagram. So go to at Fake Gamer Girls Pod uh, and click on the link that says Discord and there or the story highlight, and there will be a link to join. And we want to hang out with you and talk to you. So please join. And that's all I have to say. Anything to add, Josie? Nope. Stay cool, gamers. Stay cool, gamers. Bye. Bye.